0: Purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Here's the stretch. The 3-2 pitch. Swing and a drive. Deep the right feet.
1: By the way, I, I think, I'm pretty sure uh, we got to give 710 credit for that. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think we probably have to. And do Seattle that. Sports. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah right. no,
1: note to Chris Kidd. We'll have that conversation off the air, man. But uh, the, the voice, that guy, is that okay? Better there? That's better. That yeah. guy right there was on the mic when Cal Raleigh ended the streak. I was doing a halftime of the UW Arizona State game. Oh, man. You were in the booth for Cal Raleigh's bomb, and so glad Woo. that you were on the call. Rick Riz is joining us from the Sports of the Year Award banquet. How are you,
2: man? I'm fine, Softy. How are you? Hi, Dick. How are you hey, doing? Rick. Nice. Great to see you, man. Good night here. This is yeah. a huge night, you know. to honor King Griffey Jr. and all the uh, nominees and all the winners and uh, Jen Mueller getting the Keith Jackson Award. Yep. I'm so proud of her. So. Yeah, this is a lot of fun, buddy. Great to see everybody.
1: Tell me about that moment, what that moment meant to you to be on that call and and have it happen before you hung him up. (laughs) Oh, man, it was the
2: the loss of the frustration of 21 years, the drought. It was the jubilation of finally getting there after, you know, 20 years, ending the drought, Uh, and a kid from North Carolina with one swing of the bat becoming a a local hero. I mean, uh, with, with what he did, Cal Raleigh, with that swing, and by the way, he was playing with a torn ligament in his thumb. He didn't start that game. It was a pinch-hit walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth inning, off of Domingo Acevedo, to beat the Oakland A's and uh, put us in the playoffs for the very first time. So I'm so proud of this kid.
0: We've all been waiting a long time. I know none longer oh, than you. Yeah. And I d- Did you ever think, like, okay, at some point we're getting back to the playoffs, and at some point yeah. I'm going to get to, A, call a playoff game and maybe even get to call – a walk-off type play like Um, you did.
2: Yeah, the year before. The year before, the Mariners were only a few wins away from getting to the playoffs. Scott Service has done a great job with this team. And Jerry Depoto, you know, building the foundation five years ago with the trades, with the drafts. Here comes Logan Gilbert and George Kirby the trade for matt brash uh, getting andres muñoz julio rodriguez but the year before they were just a few wins away from getting the playoffs i thought scott should have been the manager of the year that year Mm -hmm. and i thought he definitely was going to win this year but uh, yes i thought we came very close two years ago and to actually get it done and get the fans who so deserved a chance to get to the playoffs to see what it was like to to witness and feel that excitement like we've Saw and felt in 1995. They refused to lose. It was kind of the same thing because they won so many games, guys, by one run, two runs. They were 35 and 22 in one-run decisions. That's 57 games. I thought Scott Service had a bottle of Tums in the dugout. You know, (laughs) I don't know how he did it. And uh, 13 walk-off wins, 11 and five in extra innings. They, they, it's not only that they won, but how they won those games was so exciting. Right?
1: You know, technically, we've been waiting longer than him. Because he didn't get here until 83. We've been here since 73.
0: So we've
2: been waiting 10 years okay. for as painful as yeah. it's been for you. Imagine yeah. being us, man. Well, I was born in 1953. <laughs> so I've been waiting longer than you guys.
1: <laughs> well, we were we were 10 years old when you <laughs> showed up here. And look at us now, 40 years yeah. later. Well, look great. Rick Riz is with us, and uh, Griffey's getting the uh, the Legend yeah. Award tonight. He's going to walk in here like a Caesar, like a king, and everyone's going to flock to him and want to hang out with him. But yeah,
2: he's Pipe Piper, baby. What uh, is he I
1: doing now for for the franchise. What's his role with the team now? I
2: guess he's an ambassador. He shows up, you know, he's going to show up at spring training. If you need him here and there, Junior is going to be just Junior. Yeah. And he's so great by, you know, being at spring training during the course of the year talking with the kids. You know, they just light up. I mean, this kid... I call him a kid. You know, he's 50 yeah. something years old now, but he's still a kid to me when we signed him at the age of 17 out of Cincinnati Moeller. Made it to the big leagues in 1989 at the age of 19. But, you know, he, he means so much to the organization. Man has a statue in front of the ballpark. Edgar's down the street. Dave Niehaus is out in right center field. You know, uh, T-Mobile Park is is the house that Griffey built. You know, along with those guys from the 1995 season to help save baseball here, we wouldn't be here without Junior, without Jay Buhner and all the other guys, you know, on that 95 ball club. He just means so much. He is a legend. And I'm going to be talking briefly about him up on stage. And it's not only the 630 home runs, the uh, 13 all-star appearances, or uh, the 22 years of the big leagues, the Silver Slugger Awards, the gold gloves it was the man that's how you become a legend you don't win this award you earn it and what he did off the field and away from the lens of a camera was just unbelievable and he did it with with grace and dignity to help kids then you become that's what makes you mm-hmm. a legend he's a legend in my mind he's one of the greatest players in the history of the game of baseball
0: are you going to regale us tonight uh, with a story and whether you do or not would you regale us right now with a ken griffey jr story
2: Wow, where do you want me to start? Uh, with uh, just you know, what, just what they did with the bat, or no? Blood, I'm just talking just like maybe individual. just a
0: story that we haven't heard before. That just you know yeah. you just you observe, grip whether it's whether it's funny, whether it's yeah. you know just something that may may stick into your mind that uh, that you like to tell folks.
2: Oh, there's there's all kinds of funny. Uh, when he was a 19 year old kid, spring training, I brought my son to spring training, and we were standing out in front of the dugout at t- at um, at uh, Tempe Diablo Stadium we were out there all by ourselves and Junior came out of the uh, clubhouse and he called Nick over Nick was 8 years old and so he's talking with Nick I go you know they're having a good time over there so Nick walks over to me he's 8 years old he's 43 now he walks over to me kicks me really hard in the leg I go Nick what are you doing <laughs> he said Junior said he'd give me 50 bucks if I kicked you really hard in the leg <laughs> I said don't you give that 50 bucks you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back then 50 and bucks Jesus was a lot of money life. too yeah this is 1989 and uh, so uh, Nick still hasn't gotten the 50 bucks. so.
1: Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe you can get it tonight from yeah. him because uh, he, he's good for it. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, Rick Riz is with us. Yeah, I, I, I thought you'd tell the story about the cow in Lou's office. and oh, yeah. <laughs> Lou actually told that story on the air. Yeah. Hearing him tell it is insanely oh. funny.
2: I don't know where he found the cow. He, he Some farm down there in right. Arizona. Yeah. And they they put this huge cow in Lou's office. What's funny is that Carl Hamilton was our video guy at the time. He had to be snuck in there with the camera going, and he had this cow's south end in his face, you know, while, uh, you know, waiting for the door to open for, you know, Lou to walk in, yep. and he sees this cow, and he goes, oh, Junior, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but only Ken Griffey, Junior. No doubt. Be, well, like that. Let's,
1: let's talk about this team. Uh, everyone's excited, right? Obviously. Much so, um, yeah. For what the potential is. Pitching staff, unbelievable. We've been talking about all of a sudden now, you think you're going to be pretty good, And you need a closer, right? I mean, closer is like the last piece of the puzzle. You're rebuilding, whatever, just kind of by committee. Do they need to get to a point now where they identify one dominant guy? And I asked uh, Stephen Souza, who was on the air with us yesterday, and I said between Seawald, Munoz, and Brash, who is your closer? And he said Munoz is his guy. If he could pick one guy. What about you?
2: Well, I think the important thing about Andres Munoz is that sometimes when you try to win a ball game, it's not in the ninth inning. You know, it's in the seventh or the eighth. And that's what makes Munoz so great, you know. When Scott needed to win a ball game and stop, you know, something that was going on with the other team, he could come in and get you a strikeout with a runner on a second runner third. You need the next guy not to put the ball in play. He struck out forty two percent of the guys that he faced last year, so it's not a traditional closer's role like Eddie Diaz or Norm Charlton in nineteen ninety five and the other closers that we had. Sasaki, when Sasaki had all those saves. In 2001, when we won a major league record 116 games, Jeff Nelson and Arthur Rhodes were pitching lights out in the 7th and the 8th inning to get to Sasaki, and he did what he did. You know, Mm -hmm. He got all the saves. But I think it really worked last year, and it's not going to change. Paul Sewell did a great job last year and the year before. He was one of the better relievers in the American League, pitching up in the strike zone. Breaking ball down in the strike zone, and then having Munoz and Brash, Diego Castillo, whoever uh, Scott needed in that situation in the seventh or the eighth to win a ball game. Sometimes that's when you need your closer yeah. you know, to win a ball game. So it it really worked. Jerry upgraded at right field
0: and second base through trades. Yeah. And then left field and DH, he pretty much left alone and said, we got guys that I want to put in that's already on our roster to fill those spots. Uh, your level of concern on those areas this year?
2: I, I like left field. Uh, you're going to have a veteran out there in A.J. Pollock. Uh, coming over from the Chicago White Sox, which gives Jared Kelnick time to figure things out. And from what I saw a couple of days ago, he's figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a home run, a line drive home run to straightaway center field his first time up. Second time up, I saw him call timeout. You know, you can call one timeout now. A lot of changes in baseball this year. Oh, yeah. He got back in there. Next pitch, at a long home run to right center field. Next time up, he lines out to the center fielder. Everything was back up the middle. It's a, one of the greatest approaches in baseball because uh, the greatest hitters I've talked to in the world: Edgar Martinez, you know and Tony Gwynn, and uh, George Brett. It's always up the middle. If I'm a little early, I pull the ball. If I'm a little bit late, I hit the ball the other way, which they used to do. And hopefully they'll start doing that mm-hmm. a little bit more. But uh, not worried about left field because I think Kelnick will figure things out. I think the kid is going to have a great year with Pollock over there. And the DH spot, I think, will alternate up- to give guys a day off here and there. Teoscar Hernandez, I think, was a huge addition. Mm-hmm. Marin has got an everyday player for a reliever and Eric Swanson who was incredible last year. But for a guy to play every day, hit the ball out of the ballpark, drive in runs, hit for an average, that was a great trade pulled off by David yeah. Poto. And he had, I guess he had a long home run today. He did. Yeah.
1: Hey, Rick, before you go, Rick Riz with us. Uh, you mentioned the rules changes in baseball. I mean, you're going to be in it. bed by 10 o'clock this year, I right? You might be home and in bed by 10 o'clock. <laughs> what do you make it. of the pitch clock and uh, banning of the shift, all that stuff?
2: Love it. Uh, banning of the shift, baseball looks like baseball. Again, people said, oh, it's going to be so different. I said, no. I explained to him, baseball is going to look the same again. Mm-hmm. You know, the way it used to be 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago with two guys on either side. I talk to J.P. Crawford all the time. J.P. loves it. I can be a shortstop again. Uh, 70% of the time last year... He was behind second base or on the other side of second base. And Eugenio Suarez played shortstop more than J.P. Crawford. Right, <laughs> and there were weird double plays. There was weird cutoffs. You know, it just didn't look the same. So I love the non-defensive shifts. I love the pitch timer. Get that ball. Get ready to hit. Get ready to throw. We saw just a couple of infractions. Manny Machado was late. You know, getting in the box. And you've got to be aware of the pitch. You got to look at the pitcher. So it trimmed off. 24 minutes a game in the minor Ah. leagues last few years. We played 225 on the opening day at spring training, 219, 229. I. Love it. It's going to be great for the fans. A weekday, home games uh, during the school year. Mom and dad can bring all the kids out to the ballpark <laughs> and get home at night. And <laughs> That's right. so.
1: He's not just a play-by-play guy. It. He's a marketer, promoter as well, yeah. baby. Uh, <laughs> Rick Riz. Yeah. Hey, great to see you. Great I, to I see told you him off the air, deep. he looks exactly the same oh, yeah. as he did 20 oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. Do you, you age, that, for you know. God's yeah. sakes? Oh, What's, the What's the secret? What's the secret?
2: I love what I do. I've been doing something I want to do since I was 12 years old. These kids keep me young. You know, you're looking at uh, a guy that's uh, living his dream for uh, the last 40, it's my 49th year. What I love
0: it. Year. Stays calm and optimistic. Yeah. That's yeah. a good combo. Go
1: get him, man. Thank you, buddy. Softy Appreciate six. it. That's good to see you. No, Rick you. Riz with us on the radio show. We're at the Sports Star of the Year award banquet.
0: With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.